The number of cyclones in the South Pacific is expected to increase this year because of El Niño. The National Institute for Water and Atmospheric Research says elevated cyclone activity is expected for Vanuatu, Fiji and the northern Cook Islands. More severe cyclones with sustained winds surpassing 119 kilometres per hour are also predicted. Niwa meteorologist Ben Nolte speaks with Caleb Fotheringham. What can we expect to see this cyclone season in the Pacific? Yeah, so cyclone season in the South Pacific starts in November and it runs through April. So it's coming up quickly, coming up soon. Uh, And this year we have El Nino in the Pacific Ocean, so very warm seas near the equator. And that's going to play a key role in the cyclone season uh, that the region is going to experience this year. Now, during El Nino events past, we have seen several seasons where we've had above normal amounts of activity. Now, the long-term normal number of cyclones per season is nine, nine cyclones. This year, we are expecting anywhere between nine and 14 cyclones. So that is normal to above normal for the season as a whole. El Nino, it does tend to enhance the risk for cyclone activity kind of near and east of the international dateline. So uh, countries like Fiji, the Cook Islands, and many in between, such as Samoa, American Samoa, and eastward toward French Polynesia, tend to have an increased risk for seeing or experiencing impacts relating to cyclones. Okay, so 9 to 14 for the region. Those countries that you mentioned before that were more at risk than they were previously, how many cyclones could they see? So this year, the uh, groups that we have an elevated risk, Vanuatu, Fiji, and the northern Cook Islands. Now, for the likes of Fiji, were potentially three to four cyclones moving near the islands, crossing near the islands during the cyclone season. For Vanuatu, somewhere between two and three cyclones, potentially. Tonga, maybe as many as three to four. Wallace and Petuna, potentially three to four. So it does look like kind of in that area around Fiji, and especially just to the east of Fiji, uh, does seem to be a bit of a hot spot, potentially this year for cyclone activity. So certainly, you know, those that are active in the marine space, or those that are, you know, tourists or are going to be traveling around, being mindful of the risk uh, both on land with risks around wind and rain or at sea when it comes to high seas, rough seas and swell relating to the cyclones. When we talk about these higher numbers, you know, the fours for those countries that you mentioned before and also 14 for the region, how unusual is that? How unusual is it to get 14 cyclones in the South Pacific? Yeah, so when we're talking about kind of double digits number of cyclones, that is fairly unusual. I mean, we look back at um, years in the past that have similarities with the present year to help guide our outlook. And to do that, we've identified several past years that had uh, El Nino conditions in the Pacific Ocean. And looking back at some of those years, we had in One of the analog years was the 1982-83 cyclone season. That was also an El Nino. That year, there were 16 cyclones. The most recent El Nino season, it was 2009-10, and that had 11 cyclones during that season. So we tend to see an increase in the number of cyclones during El Nino years because the Pacific Ocean is warmer, and that acts basically as a focal point for rising air, which you need rising air to cause these cyclones. 
So the combination of the warmth, which then lends itself to the rising air, basically gets that cyclone heat engine going, and it can get it going fairly frequently during these El Nino episodes, again, because of those warm seas. And what does that mean for the strength of the cyclones? Yeah, so uh, El Nino events passed. Um, We have seen quite a few severe tropical cyclones. And when we say severe tropical cyclones, we're talking about category three or higher, which have uh, wind speeds of above 119 kilometers per hour. This year, we may have as many as four to eight severe tropical cyclones. So out of that nine to 14 total, four to eight of those could reach severe strength. As we look back again at those years in the past that have similarities with this year, the season 1982-83, that year there were 10 severe tropical cyclones. So it's not just the number or the count of cyclones this year that we need to be aware of, but potentially some of these storms being on the stronger end of the spectrum and having impacts across the island groups. I mean, what can happen during El Nino is there may be some island groups that actually experience drought or or extremely dry conditions. And even the likes of, of Fiji, for example, and what can happen is you can have a drought develop and then Uh, the drought is then alleviated by cyclones. So it's kind of compounding extremes, you know, uh, that that can be really difficult to deal with. You need the water, but you don't need all the water at at once, which is what a cyclone can bring. There's going to be kind of risks on both sides of the spectrum this year around water availability because of El Nino, but then also likely cyclone numbers and cyclone strength. Meanwhile, the first cyclone of the season, Lola, has come a week early. At the time this program was recorded, Lola was a Category 3 system heading towards Vanuatu's Toba and Penama provinces. RNZ Pacific is broadcasting the latest weather warnings on the cyclone from the Vanuatu Met Service. These can also be accessed on their website at www.vmgd.gov.vu and on the Vanuatu Met Service Facebook page.